Welcome to Locked On Coast, Alex Clancy. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. So the dust has kind of settled in Phoenix since the draft. Uh, enough time for people to just kind of unwind and stop thinking, breaking down, pontificating, wondering what the hell is going to happen with this franchise. So, Kyler Murray's the quarterback. That's not going to change. They've brought in a quarterback, a wide receiver guru in Phoenix, Jerry Sullivan, the legend. Talk about him a little bit. I'll talk about a tight end signing, Max Williams from Baltimore. How many tight ends do you want? How many tight ends do you want? Well, Max Max Williams is in as an Arizona Cardinal, wearing an Arizona Cardinals jersey next season. But I'm going to spend the majority of the time talking about how it seems like Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury aren't on the same page. And listen, whatever happened around draft time, Cliff Kingsbury obviously made it known that he Murray. This is not something I'm going to continue to talk about. We know that. What the front office wanted, we don't know. We don't know who the first choice was. We don't know if it was Nick Bosa or Quinn and Williams. And Michael Bidwell came in and said, hey, listen, we need to we need to put asses in seats so we're going to draft Kyler Murray. No question about it. Cliff, go get your guy. We don't know. We're not going to know. Because there was so much speculation around other guys that, you know, it seemed too obvious that they were just going to pull the trigger on Kyler Murray, a guy whose body type is unproven in the NFL from the quarterback position. But they went on separate interviews, Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime did, and had very different things to say regarding the regarding Kyler Murray starting number starting week one. Cliff in an interview, Cliff in an interview said this regarding as Kyler Murray starting week one. Uh, we'll see. You know, we're, we're still working through all those things. Um, you know, we have Brett Hundley here, who we're very excited about. Um, but we'll, we'll see where that kind of goes. Liar. Liar. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Uh, we'll see. You know, we're, we're liar. still working through all those things. Liar. Um, you know, we have Brett Hundley here, who we're very excited about. Not telling the um, truth. Um, but we'll, we'll see where that kind of goes. Not telling the truth. Steve Kime on Rich Eisen. Is Kyler starting week one? A silly question, but I got to ask it. Kyler Murray, week one starter against the Lions? Steve? Yes. You did not stutter? No. We didn't draft him one overall to, to ride the pine. So. I mean, I don't know if if <laughs> if Cliff Kingsbury is just so used to giving vague answers because that's all he's done since he's come on board as the head coach. How often do you work out your abs, Cliff? Well, you know, sometimes, I don't know, I don't really want to hurt anybody feeling blah, 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 blah. That's all we've heard. And I feel, I said this on The Freaks, I'm on uh, uh, The Freaks 1 to 4, Fox Sports 9, 10, Phoenix, Monday through Friday. You can listen to it through your iHeartRadio app. <laughs> it seems like over the last couple months, we've talked more about Cliff Kingsbury in these last couple months than we did all of last year with Steve Wilkes. Because there was more focus on Mike McCoy not knowing what the hell he was doing. Sam Bradford being a, a, a statue back in the backfield. Josh Rosen. Steve Kime. Michael Bidwell. Not as much Steve Wilkes. And now it's all Cliff Kingsbury. That's all we're talking about. Because the dude failed calculus and then got advanced to the next level of calculus. That's where we are. We have a failing head coach as the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, Cliff, you've wanted this guy forever. 
You've wanted this guy forever. So you got him, first overall pick. Like the interview said, when you talked about him when he was still at Oklahoma and you were at Texas Tech. Are you going to start him week one, or what do you think about Brett uh, Brett Hundley? Uh, we'll see. You know, we're, we're still working through all those things. Um, you know, we have Brett Hundley here who we're very excited about. Um, but we'll, we'll see where that kind of goes. Liar! You said Josh Rosen was your guy up until the end of last week. Liar. Obviously, Kyler Murray's starting week one. Why the hell? Why the hell would you even talk about it like this, Cliff Kingsbury? And then he went on an interview later on, I believe, with Mad Dog Radio, but don't quote me on that. Hey, is Kyler Murray your starting quarterback week one? Cliff Kingsbury, yes. We wouldn't draft him number one overall if he wasn't starting week one. You think somebody got to him in between interviews? Yo, dude. Think with your noggin bopper. Yes, Kyler Murray's going week one. Starter. Boom. The problem, again, if they were to have retained Josh Rosen and not traded him was, what if Josh Rosen beat out Kyler Murray for the starting gig? That would have been Armageddon in the Valley. Armageddon in Phoenix. But that's the reason why, more than anything else, that they had to trade Josh Rosen to validate the Kyler Murray pick. And that's where we're at. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Himalaya. That's Bo's favorite one to say, Himalaya, because it reminds me of the pink Himalayan salt that people use now. It's the trendy salt that's less salty or it's better for you, whatever the hell it is. It's pink Himalayan salt. But Himalaya is a streaming service where you can listen to the podcast. Uh, yeah, on the other side, talk about this wide receiver guru, Jerry Sullivan, and what it means for this young receiving core. It's Locked On Cardinals. Welcome back, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Bo Brock is still in the process of moving to the Pacific Northwest. Um, unpacking. Oh, it sounds awful. Unpacking, packing and unpacking, moving in between is one of the worst. Aside from having to fold laundry, I think moving's my least favorite thing. Cleaning, but moving is my least. I've lived in Phoenix for, it'll be nine years in October. In a month, I will be moving to my seventh place. It's the worst. Now, me being, you know, uh, not, I'm not married. I don't have any kids. So I could pretty much, I could fit everything that I own at least that I have here in Phoenix, into one average U-Haul truck with one buddy, I could be done in three hours, three and a half hours. I have it down to a science. Because the common misconception is you have to put everything in the box, in a box. Not true, especially if you're moving, you know, just across town. I use trash bags a lot, especially for clothes and, you know, things that aren't uh, breakable, things that aren't glass or, you know, porcelain, anything like that. I just you just use trash bags and then just dump it when you get back. Boom, bing, bong, and I'm out. So I'm moving in a couple weeks or about a month. So look forward to that. Bo moved his life up there, so I'm sure it took a little bit longer. And he's moving with you know his lovely wife as well. So uh, we wish you a happy move. Hoping the Bo will be back on Monday with us. So there is a guru in the midst. In the midst. In the mist. In the midst. Jerry Sullivan has come back on board with the Arizona Cardinals. Jerry Sullivan was known for turning Anquan Bolden into a 
a beast his rookie year as a wide receiver, you know, as a wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, he's known around town as being this wide receiver legend, whether it be uh, wide receiver coach legend should be, uh, you know, route running, strength and conditioning, and the like. So, whoever decided to bring him back in, you know, it's it can't hurt, right? Can't hurt. You have a very, very young receiving core, one of the youngest in the league. Two guys in Andy Isabella and Hakeem Butler that are going to come in. They were just drafted. Come in and, you know, are expected to have an impact, uh, you know, from the receiver position, which is tough as a rookie. The curve has got a, gotten a little less steep, but it's very polarizing. You can pretty much almost tell at this point right away if a wide receiver is going to be impactful or not. I mean, look at what Calvin Ridley did last year. He granted he had a couple huge games. I believe he had at least one three touchdown game, but you could tell the dude's going to be a player, and you could tell almost immediately that Laquan Treadwell, whose fifth year option wasn't picked up by the Vikings earlier this week or or late last week, wasn't going to be an NFL guy. Cordell Patterson, another guy who's now found a, a, a niche, yeah, found a niche family with New England last year, but. You can tell almost immediately if a wide receiver is going to be impactful or not and to what varying degree. And it's not not true in all cases, but in most cases. And you can see that with from the cornerback position as well now. You know, Marshawn Lattimore in New Orleans and Jalen Ramsey made an immediate impact. You know, things like that. It's starting to kind of fuse with the wide receiver position and the impact that people see immediately coming out of the draft or a year after the draft. So... You know, with a guy like Jerry Sullivan coming in, it can't hurt. Again, uh, this receiving core needs all the help it can get. Kevin White, etc. Guys that it actually, you know, need to be able to show that, hey, you still belong in the NFL. And the Cardinals gave Kevin White a chance. There's a slew of tight ends that are coming in. Max Williams, uh, a guy that came in from Baltimore yesterday. So, listen, we're not going to know anything about this receiving core until week one. Christian Kirk, fully healthy. Larry Fitzgerald, another year. Andy Isabella, dude that's a wizard on the field seemingly, but didn't show much at the Senior Bowl and has played some top-tier talent in college and had a huge day against Georgia in college, but who the hell knows if it's going to translate or not. Uh, Hakeem Butler, I know, is a beast. I know he's a beast. And I know that 6'6", 225, you can't teach that. He's got great hands. He's an outside receiver. This dude hopefully will make an immediate impact. He's got the body to do so. He's got the body. He's got some speed. He's not a burner on the outside, but he's definitely a guy that you need to keep your eye on if you're watching, if you're an opponent of the Cardinals, and definitely if you're inside the organization. It's a guy that really could take the reins from Larry Fitzgerald to be the next big, great receiver that the Arizona Cardinals have. So Jerry Sullivan coming in, the wide receiver guru. You know what? It can't hurt. On the other side, I'll wrap up for the week, talk a little ins and outs of the Arizona Cardinals and what to look forward to next week. Alex Clancy here. I'll wrap it up after the break. Wrapping up here, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Bo Brock still moving. So you can follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Brack. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Subscribe to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, etc. Please leave a review. You'll see some reviews on there. You know, people don't like what I have to say sometimes, and that's okay. 
I'm still going to say what I think, and you can choose to listen or not. But please leave reviews, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear more of. Reach out to us on Twitter. We want to be as transparent as possible uh, because we're doing this for you. So we appreciate everybody that listens. Please subscribe. Please leave reviews so we can know what we're doing well and what we you know, need to do better. Kyler Murray uh, posted a video, or there was a video of Kyler Murray posted with him working out hard uh, yesterday. And let me be clear, just because Kyler Murray isn't the prototypical quarterback, doesn't have the prototypical quarterback body, was not my top choice for the Arizona Cardinals to take at number one overall, does not mean that this guy doesn't work hard, does not mean that this guy doesn't have you know, a stout body enough for the structure of which it is formed to be an NFL player. Don't confuse the two. Please don't confuse the two. When it comes to Kyler Murray, you can tell that this guy works hard, he's freakishly talented, and he has the ability to be an impact player from the quarterback position. If there's anybody up to this point that made me look twice and be like, oh, you know, maybe this guy might flip the script. This guy might be able to do what Johnny Manziel could not. This guy might be able to do what Baker Mayfield has done through one year. And remember, Baker Mayfield, they weren't a 500 team. So just because they won zero games, it's a misnomer from the year before as to how good that team was. They added a lot of talent. They traded for Jarvis Landry. They signed Nick Ch- or they drafted Nick Chubb, drafted Baker Mayfield. Miles Garrett was an extra year in. They were better than what the 0-16 record said the year before. They just were. They were. They had no quarterback play. They had no receivers. They had no receivers. Jarvis Landry added, okay, so it was a completely different team. But they still only went 7-9. and nine. So Kyler Murray definitely has the ability, even though he's 5'10", stretched out, he has the ability to make an immediate impact here for the Cardinals at the quarterback position. He just does. And if, you know, you're blind if you don't see that. It's an outside chance just because of the history and just because of all the cautionary tales. But listen, there's so many cautionary tales of quarterbacks that looked like Josh Rosen, Brock Osweiler, 6'7", fleeced Houston out of $50 million guaranteed without even a sit-down between him and Bill O'Brien. It doesn't matter how tall you are. They're busts from the quarterback position regardless. Tim Couch. Jamarcus Russell was supposed to be the next great thing. On and on and on down the list. So why not Kyler Murray? Why not him? Why why isn't he going to be the impactful player that everybody questions because of his height that he may or may not be? You know what? You can question many things. You can't question a couple things. One, the dude is lightning fast. He is the fastest quarterback I've ever seen. Ahead of Michael Vick. He is so fast. He is unbelievably cunning with the football. And he doesn't hold it out like a like an apple. Like a lot of players do, a lot of fast quarterbacks do, so they can still run, you know, like they're running without a football. This dude, watch the video of him turning the corner against Texas and busting it for a 65-yard touchdown. Just watch it. It's otherworldly. It's insane. Well, he's only 5'10". How is he going to see over the offensive line? 
Not every offensive lineman six seven. Number one. Number two. He was one of the more highly rated pocket quarterbacks in college football last year. I believe the stat was Brock Osweiler had more balls batted down than Kyler Murray did, and they're almost a foot difference in height. So yes, I was a Nick Bosa guy. I was an anybody but Kyler Murray guy because I believe in Josh Rosen. But just like when Steve Kime was retained as GM at the end of last season and he wasn't going to get fired, I had to become a Steve Kime guy because you don't have any other option. You can scream at the sky as much as you want, but it's still going to rain, shine, whatever, regardless of what you say. So with Kyler Murray being the guy, you got to look a little more in-depth into the positive sides because this is what, regardless of if I believe we're stuck with him or not, this dude has the work ethic of an NFL quarterback. He does. And watch the videos. The dude's cut. You know, he's he's big for his size. Like when you see Darren Sproles. I always go to Darren Sproles because he's closer to Darren Sproles' height than he is to the prototypical quarterback, or he's equidistant. And Darren Sproles, aside from a couple ACL tears, which could happen to anybody, has been predominantly healthy through his career. And yes, it's waned in the in, in the latter years because he's getting older. But the dude's a bowling ball. You know, when he bounces, he just bounces off the floor. And I know bowling balls aren't supposed to bounce, but you know, if you're a bad spin guy, or if you're using bumpers, you know, with drunk bowling, it tends to bounce. You know, it tends to bounce. So if Kyler Murray continues to work out the way he does, continues to get his specific body type ready for the NFL and ready for the hits he's going to take, why can't he succeed? If 6'7 doesn't work at times, then why can't 5'10 work? I'll leave you with that. Alex Clancy here, Locked on Cardinals. We'll check you Monday.